Zero out of ten. Would swipe left. Hi, and welcome to Meet Your Heroes. I'm Audrey. And I'm Elliot. And this is the podcast where we ignore the very good conventional wisdom to never meet your heroes, but instead get up close and personal to learn more about the lesser known legacies and real life bad behavior of some of history's most notable and beloved people. Yes. And this week feels especially appropriate, uh, given it is Indigenous Peoples Day, Mm -hmm. to revisit one of our heroes, uh, Mr. Christopher Columbus. Yes. Uh, So we did Christopher Columbus uh, second of all of our heroes. Mm -hmm. But... um, at the time, we were trying to like keep the podcast a little bit shorter, and we were still kind of like figuring things out. And so, going back and re-listening, it's like, wow, there's actually a lot of stuff we either have learned, or left out, or like didn't know what to do with. Uh, so, for this week, um, I went back and I like I read some real research, like mm. some journal articles. I read some first-person accounts, like actual wow. writings of Columbus and some other people. Uh, and I think we kind of beefed up some parts that we might have like uh, skimped over in the first episode. What if someone has already listened to this episode? Oh, uh, yeah. So if you want to go ahead and skip forward to our section of updates, it's going to be roughly 20 minutes into the existing podcast. So just you can skip ahead to there and just catch the updates. Um, but it'll definitely be worth listening to because, man, there's some crazy shit we didn't cover. Yeah. I mean, we were learning, right? It's been almost exactly a year since we were recording our first episodes. Yeah. Uh, you might notice that improvement in sound quality. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're going to we're gonna let you listen to some of the first episode before we jump in with our big section of like updates and improvements. Uh, and so, yeah, you, you may definitely notice mm-hmm. uh, it, we're better at recording podcasts now. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, our witty banter is so much better. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like uh, we might have peaked way early on, way too early. <laughs> well, I'm much less nervous. That's true. Before That's true. I, you know, when we had like 10 listeners a week, I was biting my nails. I was so <laughs> yes. concerned. Yes, it was nerve wracking. Now I have no fucks. Yeah, now we don't give a shit what our 10 listeners think. Exactly. No, no. I just mean like, you know, I think I'm a lot better of a person than many of our heroes. Ah, yes, yes, yes. You are. Especially Columbus, as we're about to remember. Oh, my goodness. And they gave so many fewer fucks about other people. Yeah. And look where it got them. So now, no rules. Do what I want. Taking a page from from the heroes. A select few pages and... Very much burning the rest of the book. <laughs> yes, burning the rest of the book. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so as we jump in, um, this was like still the time when each week, whoever we'd research was a surprise totally to the other person. Oh, right. So, I forgot about You forgot that. about that. Exactly. So let's jump in and uh, listen to Audrey's uh, joyful delight as she finds out about our episode on Christopher Columbus. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So. Sure. Is he still here? You would say, okay, people seem to generally have a sense that he was not a good dude? I mean, I feel like that is the um, growing consensus that Columbus um, neither discovered America uh, nor contributed anything positive to America. Sure, sure. Um, More and more people. The counterpoint is that he still got this holiday on the books. 
which needs to change probably. I mean, so um, does Flag Day. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> Kids in school today in the United States are still going to wake up and see a textbook that will probably somewhere in it say, what, in 1492? Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Yeah, right? Um, he sure did. What else? What else do you think of when you think Columbus? Um, genocide. Yeah, we know bad stuff. Sure, the flu, smallpox. Mm-hmm. Yep. It turns out, also, huge idiot. <laughs> totally <laughs> delusional. Yes. And this is not like a this is not like a convenient twenty first century like oh with our enlightened eyes. No, everyone around was like, "You idiot!" <laughs> <laughs> so buckle up. Um, Can't wait. Okay. First thing to know about him: his real name in his native tongue, the way he would have said it, was. Cristofo Carambo. <laughs> so let's just start there. <laughs> you, if there was a... Carambo name. Right? Nobody would have... So I feel like that's what? 90% pause, of the pause. What is this native tongue? <laughs> yeah, so he grew up in Sicily. Okay. Um, but he, his name's been anglicized. So like, depending on how you put it, he did, also never wrote or uh, read. He never wrote in his native tongue either. Um, so being Sicilian... It seems like, yeah, he's Italian, so I think we're in Italy, I'm not exactly clear on, but definitely, like, became clear that he was not going to be writing Italian. He had aspirations to be uh, this, like, very ambitious worldly guy, so he always wrote in Latin. Uh, I think a lot of that is because in his native tongue, his name was Cristofo Carambo. And so he's basically the Logan Paul of Italy. Ah, uh, yeah, you know, it's Just not a big bad... dreams. <laughs> No talent. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of idiots following him. Oh, man. It was... It, yeah. Uh, it's very clear. The, the reason we know about him today is that he got very lucky on one key thing. While he was working as just like a merchant guy, like on ships in the neighborhood, basically for a long time growing up, he found out that there were winds that would take you out to sea. If you left winds. W-I-N-D-S. Winds. Trade winds. winds right? It would it. blow you out there. Because if you were trying to like row your boats out there or, you know, propel them with oars. It's not, you're not going to make it. But he heard through good authority, through his like sailor buddies drinking, that if you got a boat off the coast, winds would take you out. But I got to tell you, it takes a certain kind of person to go from that to asking the king of Spain to be called the great admiral of the ocean. Sure. Is that certain person just a mediocre white man? Yes, because... I want you to put this together. He says, okay, I can go and do this wind thing. So he goes immediately, and his first thought is, I'm going to go to the King of Spain and say, I want the title of Great Admiral of the Ocean. As any logical person would. <laughs> right? This is the literal title. And he says, I want to go out and go conquer this. And, okay, other myth. People did not think the world was flat at this point, right? Everybody knew sure. back to, like, Greeks, like, world was round, right? Sure. But they also knew about the size, right? Okay. They were trying to find trade routes to get to Asia. Because, right. like, the, the, the and land... And Columbus was like, I'm going to go the absolute longest fucking way yeah, I can. Right? <laughs> yeah, he's going to go the longest way. And everybody's doing the math, mental math here. They're like, okay, there's, there's all these, like, Ottoman disputes. There's, it's not as easy to go on the road anymore. Sure. But they're like... Based on what we roughly know the size of the world is, 
that seems like way too fucking long. He's like, it's only going to be like 5,000 miles. It's 20,000 miles <laughs> sure. to get to Asia, right? Sure. People weren't exactly clear on what was in the middle in Europe, right? Okay. But he was like, oh, it's, it's not going to be anything. And they were like, we're pretty sure it's going to be like a way long way. Everybody else was right. He was totally wrong. He was delusional. Yes. Right? But he's like, it's going to be like two years. He's like telling him, I got this. Trust me on this one. Me and the winds, 700 plus odd days. Here we go. Let's and, do this. And they're not hearing it. Uh, and so he he leaves. He was going to Portugal, and then eventually he goes to Spain. And is like, look, how about do it for you instead? Um, and this is King so and so and Queen Isabella. Yeah, Ferdinand and Isabella. Ferdinand, that's the one. Yes. Um, so he was trying to do it in Portugal for a while. Did it there, right? Honestly, God, the most surprising part of this, he gets them to agree to the uh, Great Admiral of the Ocean title. Sure. This, is, this is the part that's like, very important to him. It's like Michael Scott when he says, I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> yes, yes. And Oscar's like, you can't just declare it and have it so. Oh, I didn't I didn't say it. I declared it. Yes, yes. Uh, they. It is inexplicable, but he is insistent. This is what he wants. He wants to be in charge of whatever he finds. Basically, he's imagining himself king of the world. Same. Once he gets there. And they tell him no a bunch. And eventually, uh, one of their people is like, look, it, the worst is going to happen here. He's going to die at sea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? But if he finds it, give him 10% of what he gets. Sure. What he finds. Sure. Great. He'll, he, he will send back riches. And he's like, I'm going to send you imme- immeasurable riches and wealth. I mean, that is a, actually like really good bet. If I were a venture capitalist yeah. for Ferdinand and Isabel, I'd be like, so all that has to happen is this dude gets a boat. He may or may not die. If he dies, all I lost was a boat. Yeah, exactly. Well, actually, three, three boats, boats, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but still, three boats, and then and guess what? It, it was a good bet for them, right? <laughs> yeah. For them, it was not a bad bet. Sure, that ROI. It just is turns out the guy, premium. the guy to like be the one on those boats, always has to be a little bit crazy, right? Yes. And sometimes brilliant, except in this case. Not brilliant, as we'll see. Tell me more. So, okay, so he goes, so he's like, cool, he finally, years of, gets this, gets somebody to agree to give him 10% plus this great admiral of the ocean title. He goes, he decides to go to the Canary Islands and then sail, like, straight across from there. Mm-hmm. Turns out by doing that, uh, the big trade winds and current thing that you have going for you, uh, you could almost certainly, like, that's the one way to accidentally lose that advantage <laughs> and just get hit by typhoons and, like, stagnate in the middle of the ocean. Uh, completely by luck, that does not occur, right? Wow. Just like based on the day you like do it, it could happen, didn't happen to him. So like five weeks sailing out from there, and eventually, like people are starting to get nervous, right? Well, he said two years. Five weeks in, folks are nervous. No, no, no. Two years of negotiating with this king and queen to like let ah, him go on this trip, and then five weeks of sailing. There, the sailors are starting to get nervous. But there was this thing. In addition to this great animal of the ocean, right? Mm-hmm. The King Queen, Fernanda Isabel, said it specifically, the first person to see land in the New World will get a pension for life. They were going to give a check. Just with their eyeballs. Yeah. Literally, so whoever, anybody on wh- the boat. Whichever sailor, whichever one of you, like, willing to sign up with this madman and, like, go, whoever's the first person to, like, actually see this land, we are going to set you up for life, give you a check every month until you die. Yes. Isabel's in there just writing checks. Yeah, right? I mean, so you do. <laughs> so, okay. So, now we transition to the, like, okay, so... He was not just an idiot. He was a dick, too. Because here's what happens. It's the middle of 2 a.m., right? Somebody at the top of the crow's nest of one of the ships sees, like, the very first, like, edge of the Bahamas, right? Sure. Gets a second opinion with the captain. The captain's like, yep, man, you did it. Congrats. Sailor man, you are set up for life. They fire a cannon to wake up 
uh, Carambo over here who's like <laughs> fast asleep. And he wakes up. They can't just tap him. They're like, this What's a different ship? Is... It's on a different ship. It's on a different ship. Such a deep <laughs> sleeper. They have to fire cannons. Like cannon. He wakes up. I was the guy there telling him, hey, somebody on the other ship, the Pina, saw this thing. And he's like, his his first response, sorry, guy, is like, oh, I saw that last night. I just didn't tell anybody. So I'm the one. <laughs> so he claims the pension. He gets the pension. He takes over this one guy. Yes, this is the kind of person we're dealing with, right? Okay. So they land in the Caribbean, right? Um, they there's Cuba and uh, Hispaniola, which, which is like a Hispaniola, which is like the next island over. Um, they land here. Um, it is like this paradise. He's like, yes, we made it to Japan. Amazing, <laughs> right? Okay, so they don't know what Japanese. Yeah, like here's the thing: Japanese people have been in contact with the West. These were clearly not Japanese people, but they're like, we made it to Japan. They're like, oh, not so sure. He's like. This is Japan. Okay. So, okay. or okay. the Indy, or in, Indies, like, it's like Asia is what they, it's like we hit Asia, the earth is tiny, right? Sure. We went all the way around the backside. There's sure. nothing in between. Five weeks of sailing yeah. and you hit Five Japan. Five weeks, there's nothing in between Europe and Japan, and, and Japan. we hit it, right? Um, and it's like a nice place, right? Sure. There's There are indigenous people here who don't speak any language that they can tell, Right. Uh, this is October. They don't speak a Sorry, language. Sorry, any shared language, right? Shared so they, language, so can't yeah. speak a shared, can't speak French, Portuguese, or anything like that. Obviously, right? Um, and so, they're, so they like meet these people. Uh, one thing they notice, so they have like little gold trinkets. So first thing, uh, Columbus thing is like, okay, so like promises gold and riches. Cool, they've got gold. People wear gold. So they so they trying to like do these weird hand gestures, and they're giving them like bullshit trinkets, and people are like trading gold like it's nothing. Like yes, we found this right. Um, so they're trying to figure out like how where did this gold come from where did the cities of gold he's convinced convinced there's like cities like all of right um, spoiler alert there's not cities of gold right what actually happened is people are like panning in a river and like getting little flex and people just like gather up flex right sure so he's like trying to, and, and people keep showing him like oh here's our little like gold, you want the gold flex here's the gold flex that we're panning for he's like no I gotta find it what am I gonna go back with right um, there's not turns out a city of like riches waiting to be just burnt to the ground and plundered and sent back to Spain. Sure. So now you're, if you're uh, Columbus here, you're in a little bit of a bind because you have promised a city of gold, <laughs> not a pan of gold, not a pan of gold. And so, um, kind of stuck. Doesn't even pay for the oranges on the boat to yeah. prevent scurvy. Yeah. Not enough gold for oranges. Yeah. Um, oh, so what are you going to do? Um, it's October. It takes a couple weeks to like figure out you're thoroughly screwed. And so, uh, next thought is, uh, oh, how about slavery? There oh, we go. No. Yeah. He's like, oh, there's all these people here. Just take the people. Um, yeah. So, goes and gets people, and they fight back. Right. The main reason this is so like immediately effective is just because you've got armor and gunpowder and guns and horses and all this other, like just, and an alarm clock cannon yeah right <laughs> you just outmatch these people right sure. it's like all of a sudden they're like trying to figure out what's going on and then like they're getting snatched up and they take the, the men and the men are like fighting as hard as they can so they take women and children too he's like yeah just grab them all because then you know they'll get them to settle down they won't want to see the women and children hurt so they start shipping them back oh but they hurt women and children oh yes let's oh. not dig into that right now but yikes. yeah yeah but like this is the, so first impulse is just like start sending people back like okay so, so he gets back right 
And so he's, he's, he's got his three boats. So, so, so he's done the three boats. He leaves some people. He goes back with one. And he starts making like four round trips at this point, right? Like, oh, God. So he goes back. So he goes back the first time. He's like, hey, we found it. We were right. Here's, we brought these people. Like, not riches yet, but we're working on getting the riches and from them. I'm going to catch those same winds. Let's go. Yeah. And there's like, okay, are, are these people converting to Christianity or something? Oh, maybe like, yeah, sure, they'll convert. It's like, it, it, the, the slavery thing was not popular with the crown and anybody else. They were like, this is not really what we're in. We're looking for gold, not really looking to get into slave trade, but massive. First major, like the person who brings slavery to North America, South America is Columbus, right? So he goes back, he tries it again. Oof. Yeah. Um, still not cities of gold, turns out. So... He's like, what? They've got this little trinkets of gold. How do we get this like little gold that's like in everybody's houses? So he basically starts saying, everybody over thirteen years old, bring me gold every three months. So he goes back to like he made this first trip. He goes back. Okay, so instead of taking people with him, he then he, he, enslaves people where they live. Well, so yeah, so he started to enslave them where they are now, and mm. he's like, if you're over thirteen, bring me gold, and if you bring him gold, you get this like little copper necklace around your neck and people are like wow this is a weird ass trade but sure <laughs> go for it oh my gosh uh six like a couple weeks later uh he's like okay everybody gather around everybody doesn't have the copper necklace he chops off all their hands <gasps> so they're no. like yeah just ev- just everybody men women children chopping off hands yeah he keeps doing that oh. everybody around him by the way is having this same reaction, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh, no. Right? Yeah. yeah like pil- That's a normal reaction. Yeah, but he's like, motherfuckers, I'm admiral of the sea. Oh. I'm the governor here. He's like, I, he takes his governor thing to his head. He's like, governor, you think of as like, oh, you're the government official. He's like, I'm the emperor of these motherfucking islands. I'm the emperor of this new world. And he just goes nuts. Um, then people start getting sick that were the settlers there. So like, not only is he being cruel, but like, all the Spaniards are dying too, and they're not loving this. Sure. They're taking. Then their diseases are spreading. The second round, they come back with these weird fevers and like the you know all the sicknesses that end up wiping sure. out this. What ends up being like two hundred fifty thousand, half a million people. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, these people are starting to die. The Spaniards are starting to die. He starts to lose it, right? He's losing touch. He was sick himself, and he just can't keep uh, tabs on people, and so he gets paranoid. Imagine so, if he had a Twitter feed. I can kind of imagine, actually, what it would look like. God. Um, <laughs> the, it, is not just, it is not just these uh, native inhabitants. When one of the Spanish people uh, insults him, because he's, like, going off the rails, clearly, right? Yes. Um, his brother, who's like along for this, Columbus's brother. Columbus's brother. Okay. Um, to like defend the family name, uh, made her run naked through the streets, and then as a punishment for insulting the Columbus family name, and then afterwards, because she did her punishment, uh, they cut out her tongue because they suggested that Columbus was of lowly birth, and Columbus is like, "There we go. That's the way we do it." And everybody's like, "You are a fucking lunatic." Oh um, my gosh. So, so then they start like dismembering the in local inhabitants. Like it gets cut, chopping off arms and legs, and like parading yep, them through. Yeah, yep, we're done. Yep. So, so let's just get back to him being a stupid idiot. He is an idiot, right? So ah. here's what happens: they're making these trips, and they're like scraping gold and stuff. Um, they they see people smoking tobacco, right? Sure. Going to be a huge cash crop. Ignore sure. it. They're like, eh, no use for that. <laughs> uh, so so he just like he's like trying to scrape together stuff, and word gets back to the king queen, and they're like, um. 
sounds like this guy's a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Uh, so they send over somebody else to go investigate. Okay. And they get like, in the day, there's this like investigation, 20 eyewitnesses, friends and enemies, like people that like don't necessarily have wait, a grudge. Wait, 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 wait. There's an investigation. Government-led investigation. There's a government-led <laughs> investigation of this idiot, right? Oof. Uh, and they bring the results back and they're like, uh, yeah, it's... It's all bad. It is all it's bad. It's all bad. Uh, and then so, they call Breitbart, and they're like, hey, let's get like, this on the front page. Back. And so the king and queen are like, hey, um, you fucking murdered people and chopped them up, and what? And he's like, I'm the admiral of the sea. And they're like, uh, you're fucked. So they lock him up, put him in chains. Oof. Him and his brothers take away everything. His trinkets? Trinkets. They take away, they take away his trinkets? They take away his 10% of the new world. They, like, strip him down to everything, right? Lock him up. They mm. lock him he up. He could have been the very first Marlboro man, and we don't even know. <laughs> yeah, they, they took so, away his cash crop. So they take it away all, right? And they put uh, somebody else in charge, and they're like, okay, ugh. they're like, we got to sort this. It's still a shit show over there, right? Like, they've still killed, literally, genocide, right? Yes, absolutely genocide, genocide. of hundreds of thousands of people. Yes. And the most, like... Brutal. Ins- and and, and it's not, like, an accidental, like, oh, no. we accidentally brought Smallpox here. It's like, oh, we are just, like, completely incompetent, and our best number one first choice is just, like, chopping people, like... Yeah, generational oppression, creating that brutality, yes. traumatizing... Immediately. Literally everybody they can see. Yes. <sighs> um... All this happens, the final insult to justice is that after having all of this stripped and being told he lost all his titles, he pulls the, like, I'm so sorry apology tour Uh. and gets the money back. No! He gets the fucking money back. He doesn't get to be governor. He doesn't get to be the despot. So listen. But he's still... kind of sounds like one of my (laughs) (laughs) ex-boyfriends. Just... Terrible, terrible, terrible. But I'm so sorry. And have we learned nothing, and ladies? People bought this bullshit. Nothing. Come on, since Isabella. 1792. Yes. Okay. So. No. 1492. Yes. <laughs> um, so, the epilogue here. I had forgotten how unbelievable some of that stuff was. Yeah. Uh, it's and. It gets both less believable and worse, actually. Ooh. I mean, I still giggle when I hear what his his real name was. Corombo. Yeah. <laughs> right. And um, yeah, this is certainly not the like Columbus sailed the ocean blue textbook Columbus that we were taught in school. No, no. So let's go back. Uh, so let's kick off the updates. So let's go back to uh, the fact that, you know, people already knew the earth was round. And mm-hmm. he doesn't get credit for that mm-hmm. because just because he knew the earth was round too and he, he was confused about the size. Sure. Uh, it turns out Christopher Columbus did not think the earth was round. Oh, see, I was right before this. I feel like we might have cut this bit out the first time around where I was like, I, I don't remember him being confused about whether or not the earth was round. Like Magellan gets credit for discovering that, right? Mm-hmm. But he... 100% just like did not believe the science. Well, so it's or math. I it's guess. actually weirder than that. Okay. So, he didn't think the earth was flat either. Oh. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, opening up a whole can of shapeworms. Yes. It turns out uh the particular shapeworm uh that that Columbus 
uh, believed in, he thought the Earth was pear-shaped. Okay. But not so much pear-shaped so much as breast-shaped. <laughs> breast-shaped as in like, uh, just like heavier at the bottom? Yeah. So if you imagine a woman's breast, right? Mm-hmm. Like a drop of water almost? Um, no, no. Let's let's go back to the man's words because drop okay. of water would have been a reasonable way to describe it. Great. Um in the log of his third voyage, 1498, uh, Christopher wrote, I found the world was not round, but pear-shaped, round where it has a nipple. For there it is taller, or as if one had a round ball, and on one side it should be like a woman's breast. And this nipple part is the highest and closest to heaven. So he's not wrong at that part. <laughs> that is... If he were writing poetry, that would be true. It's sure. very poetic. Sure, but if you're also, if you're describing the shape of the earth, you are very, very wrong. <laughs> so wrong. Also, it makes me wonder how many breasts he's seen because there, <laughs> there's so much variation. There's a lot of variation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what we're what we can establish is that like uh, he is he is not a great thinker and contributor to the science, right? Even mm-hmm. less so than we thought. Okay. Um, let's talk about his beliefs and theology. Uh, so, as we're going to get to, as we covered, and as we're going to get to more, like, incredibly uh, violent and gruesome and mm-hmm. ruthless. Um, so, you might be wondering, right, he was supposed to be representing the crown and also the church and also Catholicism and converting people. So, one of the questions was, like, how did he justify this all in his own mind? Uh, and again, if you go back to his original writings, uh, in his letters, as he was, like, being... Um, essentially the end being prosecuted for all this, right? He was trying to like justify himself and like offer defense. And in one of his letters he wrote, "Uh, while I was much tormented being harassed by wicked Christians and Indians. uh, And when I was on the point of giving up everything and if possible, escaping from life, our Lord miraculously comforted me and said, fear not violence. I will provide for all things. Can you be more specific? Yeah. Uh, apparently, what he meant was, uh, I will provide you a lot of people to be violent with. Uh, because from that point on, Karambo uh, here is like, okay, then I'm going to do whatever I want. Thanks, God. Thanks, God, for the for the stamp of approval. Wow. Yeah. And, the, I mean, the, the the part that is least believable to me is that in the midst of all of this, mm-hmm. right, he then is like using his like visions of God to justify levels of violence and atrocities that even the people who invented the Spanish Inquisition eh. were uncomfortable with. Yeah. Ooh. Right. Like. Ah. So it turns out like the next big part of this, um, when we talked about the fact that Columbus instigated the uh, transatlantic slave trade. Right. Mm-hmm. He's essentially the person who invented it. Mm-hmm. Uh, slavery at the time was illegal. I remember you saying that. Right? And and the reason was because the church had all these specific rules about like, okay, so if you were going to take slaves, it had to be like, you had to treat people fairly. It had to be like, you conquered this place. And it was like all these stipulations. They justified slavery, right? But it was most certainly not like you just show up and start killing people and like take them as slaves. Really and- feels like the church should have minded its fucking business. <laughs> Wait, yeah. minded its business like... Like, I don't know why they're in the business of making rules about enslaving people in the first place. Oh, well, because if the king's going to war and he's going to want to take some slaves back, like, you got to have, like, can't just be barbaric and not have rules about your slavery. Come on now. 
hostages. Sure. Yeah. I mean, like, slash slaves, right? Like, cause they enslaved actually tr- people. They turned them into enslaved people. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, Yikes. so all this to say that despite the fact that he did this, it was not he did this overruling all of the rules that made it illegal and all of the theology that made it illegal in this particular circumstance because he himself said that he had the direct channel to God that that made it okay. Wow. The audacity. <laughs> the audacity. The audacity. Um, so the next couple updates are are rough. At the time, we didn't know, like, we, we kind of backed away from some of, the, like, the most horrific parts of what he ended up doing with his newfound uh, belief that he was chosen by God. We were feeling it out. Yes. You know, there's, um, you learn a lot through the process of creating a podcast about what is the threshold, like the tolerance that people have for a complete paradigm shift about people they've been taught their whole life. And I, at first, at least I know I was particularly uncomfortable talking about the specifics of violence. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like learning about it. I don't like reading it. And, um, and I know we sort of like, we're trying to walk a fine line in the original broadcasting of Columbus's life. Yes. Uh, I think now that people have started to like have a dialogue about why this day should he, should exist or shouldn't exist really yeah. at all. Um, I think it is worth revisiting and, and getting into some actual detailed specifics just because without understanding how incredibly cruel and violent he was, it can start to sort of undersell just how messed up it is that we have any semblance of anything except, you know, complete contempt for him at this point. Absolutely. Yeah. And since the airing of this first broadcast of this episode, you know, the there's been a big movement to pull down statues of Columbus and other similar folks. Yes. And so this dialogue, this conversation is something that's happening much more broadly with people who study this professionally. Yeah, the, the the movement to pull down not just Confederate statues, but colonizers and conquistadors and across mm-hmm. the Americas, I think, yes, it, it, I think it's worth having the specifics. So if you are uncomfortable with the details of the specific graphic violence, I would say this is a good cho- point to like skip ahead a few minutes and not listen mm-hmm. to this. Um, so one of the things that we didn't touch on really at all, uh, a category of violence, is just the grotesque sexual violence and human trafficking mm. that Columbus brought to the New World and perpetuated and like was part of this slave trade that he also started. Um, so there are stories. So there are people who like have a lot of stories and a lot of it is like, is this a myth? Is this not? Um, so again, I tried to go back to original sources. So we, we are looking at verified accounts either of letters of Columbus, letters of people that were there with him, uh, participated in or witnessed this. The original charges that were sent back to the Spanish crown included like 23 witnesses signed off. Like there, wow. there's not question about whether these things happened, right? It's just a, a matter of not giving them as much attention as they deserve. Um, so one of Columbus's best friends and crewmates uh, writes in one of his accounts, quote, When I was in the boat, I found a beautiful girl, and the admiral gave her to me. Having her in my room, and she being naked as is their custom, I began to want her to amuse myself. Since I wanted to have my way with her, and she was not willing, she worked me over so badly with her nails that I wish I had never begun. 
To get to the end of the story, seeing how things were going, I got a rope and tied her up so tightly that she made unheard of cries, which you wouldn't have believed. Oh. He then goes on to describe her in uh, very uh, disparaging terms and makes it clear that he raped her very violently. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're going to skip the worst parts of that. Please, yes. So this is explicitly like Columbus trafficking and giving away women he had captured into slavery for sexual violence. Wow. Um, And there's other accounts, too, where letters say very explicitly, quote, Columbus was rewarding his lieutenants with native women to rape. Like, that's that's the language from the day. That's not like a historian. Um. So as he as as part of his defense for all of these things, right, which were attested to, Columbus is trying to be like, I saw these things, but I didn't do them, which is like really rich from somebody who is calling himself the admiral of the sea. Right. right. Oh, God. Yeah. Right. Ah. Like he's like claimed absolute power. But he's like, mm-hmm. look, I can tell you about th- bad things that happened, but they weren't me. And in his offhand, like an example of the bad things happening that he personally didn't do in his defense, quote unquote, mm-hmm. his letter said, um, a hundred Castellanos are as easily obtained for a woman as for a farm. And it is very general, and there are plenty of dealers who go about looking for girls. Those from nine to ten are now in demand. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, for some reason, he thinks he's, like, trying to defend himself. But he's like, look at what these other people were doing, right? It wasn't me. And in that exact moment, he's, like, describing the trafficking of children. Yes. Are very clear and very damning. It's horrifying. And and just like to put a point on it, like sexual abuse of slaves at the time, uh, several historians were, were very clear to point out this is like not like a common thing, right? It's not like, oh, at the time, like this is what would happen. Like they weren't at war, right? Like, they, mm-hmm. This was this was as much an aberration, as gross, as illegal, like as shocking as I will want to say, as it is today, it's incredibly shocking, and it eventually right, is one of the things that gets him like sent back in chains. But it is—it's just incredible to think about that. Like this went on for so long, and he just used his messages from God to like justify it in his own mind. Wow. Outside the specific sexual violence, he—he he was just personally incredibly brutal and capricious as well. Um. We we talked about some of like the disfigurings and like general violence that they did, like maiming. Yeah, right. Like the things with the with the necklaces and stuff, mm-hmm. um, cutting off of hands. But it, it was it was somehow much much worse than that in reality. Um, so apparently, so this is again contemporary uh, accounts, firsthand eyewitnesses saying things like he thought nothing of knifing Indians by tens and twenties. And of cutting slices off of them to test the sharpness of his blades. Yeah. So, right, like, if you can just imagine people who are, like, chained and, like, bound and just... Tortured. Torturing people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, consistently torturing people just for amusement, for no reason, right? Jesus. Um Yeah, w- one of the former slave owners there who saw this all and ended up leaving to become a bishop because just like out of disgust, he like left. Oh, the uh, enslavement life. of people wasn't wasn't enough. Oh, no, wasn't enough for him. For no, absolutely not. Uh, but he wrote like such inhumanities and barbarisms were committed in my sight as no age can parallel. My eyes have seen these acts so foreign to human nature that now I tremble as I write. Oof. Um, 
one of one of the most just egregious examples I I read was um, mentioned in the Hispanic American Historical Review. Um, there are accounts of uh, Native people being bound up to carry supplies to and from mines or to and from places. And so when they went from one village to the other, when they arrived at their destination, um, rather than untie the people, they would just, the ropes were around their neck, they would just cut off their heads. Oh my God. To avoid, so that they could keep their rope and and to spare them the the expense of undoing the knots. It was just quicker to just cut off their heads instead. Oh. And so, that is, that makes me sick. Yeah, right? And so the fact that Columbus like personally, not just brought slavery, but just like torture and like, you know, cycle, just the incredible amount of trauma um, that he brought to the Americas when he arrived. Um, there are credible accounts that as many as 50,000 uh, men, women, and children uh, or men and women, rather, died by suicide after seeing what he was like oh. as he was coming to their villages rather than be taken prisoners by him. Oh, my God. Uh, just like, yeah, it, it, all told, uh, we, we talked about like numbers in quarter of a million or so, but there are recent estimates that believe that it may have been between 15 and 20 million people and maybe as many as 50 million people that ultimately end up dying as a result of his actions and that the low numbers that we talked about in the hundreds of thousands are maybe simply people who like died at his in his by his right hand oh right my. but that there's just like this incredible amount of um not the disease and all of the other like mm-hmm. you know um maladies that just like ravaged the areas after he arrived sure before i think it was clear that he was a bad person that he would did not deserve to stay. I think as you, the more you dig in, it's just one of those things where like, it is hard to, it is hard to believe that somebody just as like vile and evil and delusional as he is, could have held a place of anything, but just like utter contempt in our culture for so long. And I think it is, it's just like high time. We wipe the calendar of his name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So if you if you are hearing all of these things for the first time, you may in fact be wondering why it is that we even have a Columbus Day at all in America. Yes. I found the next part of the podcast one of the most interesting pieces of trivia that I've learned in recent history about like the origins of Columbus Day. It's fascinating. Yeah. Well, here you go. Why do we have a Columbus Day? What even happened? Because I'll tell you, places in South America that are a little bit closer to this, uh, they started having uh, Indigenous People's Days much sooner. Wouldn't you imagine that Spain would be the place to have Columbus Day? Like, this is the clown that we sent. He found these things. Not people who have been brutalized by him. Yeah. Well, it turns out that the actual United States Columbus Day had so little to do with what kind of person he was. Because I mean, obviously, yeah, the very weird story about why we even have one at all is because at the four hundred year anniversary, so fourteen ninety two eighteen ninety two eighteen ninety two in the United States, coming out of the civil war coming out of the civil war, industrial revolution turns out what's happening is 
black people are moving out of the South sure. because Jim Crow is like an apartheid state. Absolutely. Italians are coming into the United States. Okay. And a lot of the white people think these Italians are pretty black looking. They've got okay. like dark hair. They they're like they're they must be like uh, an inferior race that's like not quite as black as black people. Whoa. But just they're like these people are definitely not white. And so there's Italian lynchings in New Orleans, right? Oof. 11 people are lynched. What? Yeah, yeah. So there's this whole chapter where literally the, the whiteness, right? A construction of people being like, who gets to be in this group and not, right? Sure. And so at this point, yeah. when black people were moving out, you needed labor, cheap labor. You've got like dark-skinned, like Southern Italian people, dark-ish, right? Olive tones. But like, mm-hmm. again, it's just like, what is your... It's like the paper bag test, right? Like, right. it's all like, mm-hmm. what is your societal construction of like what's white enough? So anyway, sure. apparently at this point, mm-hmm. Italian people in New Orleans, dark enough to be like, you know what? They're not white. There's lynchings of them, 11 people. Italian government gets really super pissed. They're like, I'm sure you're lynching our immigrants. These are our citizens that are coming over. And so the United States is like, you know what? We're going to fix this. You know, how we're going to fix this. We're going to celebrate this fucking Columbus Day. We're going to say, you know what? Carambo. Carambo. Columbus here, 400 year anniversary. It's a big thing. He was this white person who found America. Hey, we're so, sorry we're killing people. Why don't we give a day to someone who killed many, many yeah. hundreds of thousands so of more people? In the effort to be like, oh, we're going to like, what was happening was they were saying like, oh, uh, in response to violence, we're going to like make you honorary whites. Right? Mm. So, one, just the absurdity of this, Columbus never set foot in what is America, United States of America. Right? Big time. Ne- never. No, not once. Not at all. He was, mm-hmm. like, hanging out in Cuba. Yes. And then screwing stuff up there, killing people. But sure. they're, like, there's this twisted logic of, like, oh, cool. If we just, like, pretend that these Italian people mm-hmm. are the discoverer's ancestors, then congrats, you get whiteness. They got whiteness. And guess what? Since then... Pretty much been white. So, like, Columbus Aid America is just about the how the construction of whiteness can be, like, applied when we really wanted to. Black people still screwed out of everything. They, they didn't get sure. a day, right? Maybe if we'd had better relations with African nations, we could have, like, expanded whiteness to include all of the African people, too. Descendants of slavery in the United States. Who knows? Whiteness is up for grabs. But you know what's not happening? Oh. Columbus Day. Yikes. Columbus Day is some bullshit. Yikes. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> so, some good news, though. Yeah. More and more communities across the, the country are recognizing how terrible Columbus is. There has been a shift in dialogue from Columbus Day to Indigenous Peoples Day. Yes. Um, and that extends far across the country. More and more people are saying, like, hey, this is historically inaccurate. Indigenous people deserve better. Yeah. And the very least we can do is give them one day. The very least we can do is not pretend like the guy who wiped them out is some sort of hero. Oh, yeah. Are we talking <laughs> bottom of the barrel? Because yeah, bottom of the barrel is we stop, owe Indigenous stop people this motherfucker a party. so much more. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No the very more first, parties. The very first thing is like to stop stomping on people's memory yeah. by just being like... God. Yeah, let's just not pretend like this guy was anything other than a complete asshole. And complete asshole sounds like an absolute buffoon, scammer, yeah, hustler, real scammer, um, deep sleeper. Apparently, <laughs> he's a cannonball to wake him up. If people would like to try to find somebody who's cool next week with us, mm-hmm. where could they do that? Well, if they're listening to this podcast, just click subscribe. 
Also, rate, review us. Super neat. Smash that like button. (laughs) Smash that like button. We would love it. Listen, it would be fantastic. We would be very grateful. Do we still have stickers? We have so many stickers. Please write us a review, screenshot it, and then send us that screenshot. We will send you stickers. Send us that screenshot on social media at Your Heroes Pod, Twitter or Instagram. We will send you so many stickers. I have stickers, stamps. I have these little like um, pendant charms, and I would be thrilled to give them to someone. Until next week, don't be a hero. Don't be a hero. Bye.